Even if you don't meditate, chances are you have heard or read about it. And at the very least, you know that it's good for you. There has been a lot said about meditation over the last few years. It's become a real buzzword and very trendy. And that's not a bad thing since it does come with a whole host of benefits. However, despite all that, still far too many people struggle to meditate. Heck, to be honest with you, I still have days when I struggle to meditate so I can completely relate. But to help with that, I will explore ways that you can meditate even when you struggle to meditate in the conventional way, namely by sitting still. If keeping still and keeping your mind quiet and calm has proven to be a struggle for you, then you will benefit from this talk. For each and every one of you who find it hard to meditate, this can be a very useful, insightful and instructive talk. So listen to the upcoming talk to learn more. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Better Minds Show, a bite-sized weekly podcast show focused on empowering you to think better and upgrade your life. So let's talk about meditation. Not that long ago, I did a talk about a very easy way to meditate. It was done based on my own experiences and struggles with meditation, as well as to help others who struggle with meditation. But a friend was recently telling me about how he found it challenging to meditate even after trying my simple meditation method. When I dug deep, I found out that there are actually things that did help him to experience calm even if he did struggle to meditate. And that got me thinking a bit about the goal of meditation. That eventually made me realize something very useful, something quite instructive, which is that meditation comes in many shapes and sizes. There's really no one standard way to meditate, even though that seems to be the case. When most people think about meditation, what they think about is sitting quietly in the lotus position for an extended period of time. That approach is useful, without a doubt, but the thing is, it isn't the only approach to meditation. Sitting quietly for a long period of time isn't the only way to meditate, even though that is what most people think about when they think about meditation. Since a lot of people struggle to sit quietly for an extended period of time, it's a good thing that that's not the only way to meditate. Because it means that you can harness the benefits of meditation even if you struggle to meditate that conventional way. Everyone is different. And just because a certain approach works for some people does not mean it will work for you too. It might not, and that's okay because forcing yourself to adopt that approach might only cause you unnecessary struggles and frustration and might not get you the best results. The one-size-fits-all approach might work for many but doesn't work for everyone. Instead, a personalized approach can work better, especially if you have or are struggling with the standard approach. This is an invaluable insight that I had to learn the hard way, so remember this one, because this holds true in pretty much every area of your life, and this is an insight that can help you a lot throughout your life. But when it comes to meditation though, 
What this means is that if sitting quietly for a while continues to be a struggle for you, even after you have given it a genuine shot for a few weeks, then it's time to change your tactic. Just because you struggle or have struggled to meditate the conventional way does not mean that you need to throw in the towel and give up on meditation. No. All that means is that it's time to look for an alternative approach. One of the biggest misconceptions about meditation is that you need to sit quietly for a long time to meditate. All that you have learned so far will help you completely debunk that misconception and move forward. Now you realize that you don't actually need to just quietly sit for a long time to meditate. And that will help realize that you don't need to give up on meditation just because you struggle to do it the way everyone else seems to do it. And that's an important thing to take note of. So even if you struggle to meditate the conventional way, it doesn't mean you have to give up on meditation because there are actually other ways to meditate. What you will find is that meditation, like pretty much most things in life, isn't something you can do only in one way. Often, if not every time, there will be many different ways of achieving the same result. Think of it like getting to a destination. You can get to the destination the conventional way, for sure. But that isn't the only way to get to it. Your imagination really is the only limit when it comes to ways in which you can reach your destination. In the very same way, you can meditate and harness the benefits of meditation even if the conventional way doesn't work for you. All you really need to do is understand the objective of meditation and then figure out ways that work for you to achieve that objective. At the end of the day, the objective of meditation is to calm the chatter of your hyperactive mind. How you do it is ultimately far less important than achieving that result. If you do something that no one else does, but that activity helps you to achieve mental peace and quiet, then that's your meditation. The method is secondary. What really matters is the result. If you have struggled to keep your mind quiet no matter how much you have tried, this is something for you to consider and try. If you have struggled to meditate in the past, you need to realize that you still can enjoy the benefits of meditation but in ways that work for you. Meditation is really good for you and just because it hasn't worked for you in the past does not mean that it won't work for you ever. All you really need to do is find a different approach. Find a way that works for you and then practice that. Find an activity that helps you calm your mind. It can be anything. To give you some ideas, here are some activities that can help you experience calm. Activities like working out, running, swimming, tai chi, going for a walk, painting, gardening, writing, and so on. Winston Churchill famously used bricklaying as a hobby. And you can see that that can be quite a meditative activity. When it comes to ways in which you can meditate, your imagination is your only limit, as I mentioned earlier. You can also try out the many other well-established forms of meditation. Forms like 
transcendental meditation, vipassana meditation, zen meditation and so on. The thing to keep in mind is that how you end up meditating might be completely different from how your friends or the people you know or see meditate. And that's okay. Because as long as you experience the calm, the method doesn't matter. All that really matters is that you get the benefits of meditation. What you do to get to that totally depends on you. Our minds are incredibly powerful and useful. But often the inner chatter can be a bit too much. It feels good to quiet that noise, at least every now and then. And it has even been proven to have all sorts of beneficial effects on both our physical and mental health. So meditation can be a very useful and beneficial activity. That said, not everyone manages to make the conventional ways of meditations work for them, which can put people off from meditating. But it doesn't have to be that way. Because even if the conventional ways of meditation haven't worked for you, you can still find another approach that can help you get the same benefits but in a way that works for you. Keep in mind the objective of meditation and you'll be able to find a way, an approach that works for you. Meditate because it's good for you. How you do it though is totally up to you.